switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the holiday hun, Caitlin. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for chatting to me. So, yeah, so where did the holiday hun come from? Um, first of all, it was actually a lockdown kind of thing to keep the time ticking over. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm a travel agent um, in the trade a little while now. So it was I was on furlough and I didn't know what to do with myself. So I was like, look, I'm going to look back on all the nice trips I went on and have people looking forward to some after the, the COVID lockdown. So that's how it started. And so far, so good. Yeah, yes. I love posting about it and I don't like wrecking people's head on my private page. So I just <laughs> uh, made a public one. Yeah, it, it looks amazing. And we will get into some of the places that you touch on on it. But yeah. while we're at it, there has been a lot of cancellations recently with flights. So mm-hmm. when that happens, what exactly can you do in that situation? Okay, so first of all, you need to remain calm. <laughs> I know it's very, Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's very hard for people to understand kind of what's going on and a mm. lot of talk as well. But like the first thing you need to know is, like say if it's cancelled or delayed, so... Most of the time, you will be offered an alternative, whether it's a flight on a different day, a later flight. If it's cancelled altogether, the airlines have to legally um, put you up or organise something for you in that sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Delays-wise and stuff, you have the EU regulation. So um, there's stuff in place for delays over a certain amount of hours. Now, it does come into consideration you have to be careful of what the delay is maybe four. So if it's got to do with weather conditions mm-hmm. and stuff like that, it's not going to be covered because that's just, as they say, an act of God. Mm-hmm. But stuff like staffing, like if, they, if it's a problem with the crew or the pilots or just a knock-on delay, you are entitled to compensation up to around €600 Euro, um, for over a three-hour delay. For something so, like that, do you go to the airline then at that time? Yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. So they'll send you either a claim form to your email. So everyone on the site will get a form to email. They, they fill it out and send it off. And you can actually have a, a pretty good turnaround. Like it should be with you within 28 days, really. Yeah. Um, stuff like that, cancellations. And yet, like some of the ones say last year in Dublin, like they had to put you up in a hotel for the night and get fly out the next day. Mm-hmm. And they have to cover all that and travel expenses and stuff as well. So... Yeah, I I had a situation actually at Christmas where I got a cancellation coming from London and I queued for eight hours to talk to Ryanair. Oh, God. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Now, to be fair, once I got to the top of the queue, they got me on a cancellation, like a seat that was on a flight, like literally within an hour or whatever. So it was great. But yes, an eight hour wait to (laughs) to talk to a person. (laughs) I know. There's definitely like when things like that happen obviously everyone is in the same boat everyone is trying to get information yeah. like oh, we had one at Christmas as well um, it was because of the weather um, it wasn't cancelled it was delayed but everyone was like oh we're just changing gate or we're, we're delayed till mm-hmm. this time and then you have to check the DAA app and that says a different time to the Ryanair app yeah. and you just have to it's, everything's trolled around in other kind of ways so yeah this is it and there's so much chitter chatter going on in the airport you're better off to go to someone official and ask them what's going on if you're exactly. worried or you think there might be a change to your flight and if you're a travel agent you just hide in the corner exactly <laughs> everyone yeah, comes yeah. your way <laughs> you know nothing exactly <laughs> you don't want to get involved in it but to move away from cancellations and to look at something bright because obviously we're all moving into the summer we're all looking at summer holidays what are some of your favourite destinations Sun-wise, I'm a Greece lover. Mm. I'm all for the Greek islands. Um, Rhodes, I went to just after COVID. That was amazing. 
as a kintos they're kind of my top um greek islands i love i love them all i went to Kos as well so i've been to a couple of them mm-hmm. um you can't go wrong with the algarve shore fly shore transfer a bit of everything for everybody families couples friends um and then obviously you have the like i went to turkey actually for a month last year oh lovely and it's i think it's very well i get this in the travel age a lot of people don't really give it a chance mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are like oh no turkey no it doesn't really sound my cup of tea and i'm like it's so gorgeous it's really similar to greece mm-hmm. and obviously really cheap and cheerful when you get there as well do you know that kind of way but uh they're kind of my top like greece would be my number one after that between Turkey and the Algarve are kind of in there next. That's Europe, boys. And how do you, I suppose, when is the best time to go to these places? So any time from summer. So summer usually, season usually starts when the clocks kind of go back. So okay. you're talking um, like late March onwards. Obviously, to get weather, you're probably talking May mm-hmm. onwards. Turkey can get very lucky because it's a little bit further over. You can get better weather-wise over there. But um, like the season usually starts, the Greek season properly kicks in the 15th of May. So we're in this week. So that is when you'll get everything will be open. Uh, the weather hopefully will be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then right through to like first week in October, usually a lot of things stay open. So depending on the destination, really, Turkey can as well can still be hot. Greece, like the further islands can still be hot mm-hmm. until the middle of the end of October, which is oh, great wow. for, for some people. Some people don't like the really hot weather in July and August. Oh, yeah. But you still want to go over and enjoy the, the exactly. area. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is there any tips you'd give to somebody who's kind of undecisive of where they would like to go and how to pick somewhere? Okay. So you probably, the first thing I do is decide on if you want to go the further flight or not. So if you're if you're really stuck with like two and a half hours, you don't really like flying, you just want to get there. Mm-hmm. That's probably the first thing because then you can narrow it down to Spain, Portugal, France any of them kind of areas, uh, Balearic Islands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you want to go a little bit further, you have all the other options as well. But that would narrow it down first of all and then obviously what you like to do. So if you like more of like the city vibe, if you like to just lie on the beach and relax, that can really narrow it down as well. And then if you like exploring or you just want to be sitting at a pool all inclusive, just with your feet up, no washing, no cleaning, no cooking, <laughs> that a lot obviously decide as well. So you can, you, like you have to ask like obviously in the in the agents we just ask the right questions so we're yeah. like what do you like to do what do you, do you just want to relax you just want to sit on the beach and sometimes they're like yeah and sometimes people are like no I want to get out and see the the place the resort the country so we kind of go from there really but it just it depends on every person everyone's different but if you're a starting point I definitely start with the flight see what they like and then um, go from there really that'd be it Is it better to book through a travel agent? It depends Mm-hmm. If you want, if you have an idea what you like and if you go to the same place every year, doing it direct can save you money, of course. Mm-hmm. Some agencies have special rates. You have to remember that. So say certain hotels will only deal with agents. Okay. So you might be missing a lot of um, say special offers and yeah. stuff like that. Um, last minute, say the like the last minute stuff, say going this uh, month or next month. You will the Ryanair and Aer Lingus etc. fares will all be higher because there's only so many seats left, mm-hmm. but the agencies will try to sell off the seats because they need to get rid of them. Okay. So that's kind of the main one. Um, it depends if you want someone's like expertise. If someone has been somewhere, give you a bit more of a, a comfort book about a travel agent. Yeah. Yeah. And then as well with having like someone to look after your booking. So say if something goes wrong. Um, you need to contact someone, the agents are always there, you're not just on your own kind of 
trying to deal with all the the book and stuff. I know it's fairly easy to do online, but say if you needed to do like say a name change or you needed to add something on or anything like that, obviously the agent just does all the Messy work, work for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always nice. It's nice to have somebody else to pass it over to. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone wants to check out your Instagram, what's your handle? It's Holiday Hun and then a little um, underscore. Excellent. Caitlin, thank you so much for chatting to me. No problem. Thanks for having me.